the, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One, two, three, four.
Women Radio's Toast of the Arts show, airing live with Nancy Lisa from the historic Homestead Inn in 29 Palms, California. And you just heard I Feel Like Going Home. It's an old Muddy Waters tune, and it's featured as the first track on the album Going Home. It is the eighth album by San Francisco-based composer and multi-instrumentalist Blind Lemon Pledge, his real name is James, James Byfield. So there you go. Bringing him back on the show again today. So happy to have him here. And this album is freaking awesome. you got to go get it. It's on Amazon or just go right to James's website. It's blindlemon-pledge.com. He's also on Facebook under Blind Pledge. And he's on Reverb Nation. He's on Twitter. And, of course, again, go to Amazon. So welcome back, James, or should I say Blind Lemon? How are well, you? Well, you can say James. We're friends. <laughs> I know. <laughs> good, good to talk to you guys again. Been been about a year. Good, always good to come back and talk to you gals. Yeah, you too. Actually, I think it it has actually been a little sooner than that. We're actually uh, yeah, ahead. it probably has been right, right. Cause because of after hours. Yeah. Right, right. After- yeah. Well, I was thinking, yeah, because we didn't get to talking about that one until later in the year. So, yeah, yeah. So here I am again, another album. Hey. <laughs> I can't. I can't I'll- tell if my my release time is genius or <laughs> disaster. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. This- well. I think people might need the blues, though. You know. Yeah. yeah. I think we're all feeling it. You know, everybody's quarantined at home, and you know, sitting there, and music is. You know, there's so many live streams going on. It's really, I think music is, you know, other than taking a walk with your mask on, some people are trying to jog with their mask on, you know. You know, I feel like we're in, like, you know, nuclear war or something. But, um, you know, music is, I think, you know, taking care of us a lot, and musicians are. And it's this, you know, it's really affected the music music world as well, the industry. So many musicians not being able to play. But you've also not only released this album, but you're also doing a string of videos. So we get to watch you play, too. Well, the interesting thing about this album was um, I filmed it and recorded it at the same time. So uh, I hadn't really planned on it being an album. Uh, I was really just trying to make some... uh, performance videos with my bass player because we often perform as a duet and um, so we filmed it in a studio but we just set up a camera a single camera and and uh, recorded it in the studio and about a year ago I for some reason I hadn't looked at those videos for a long time I have them up on the web but I just never looked at it again and I was looking at them and I went boy that really sounds good <laughs> so I decided mm-hmm. I would make, turn that into my next album so I still had all the tracks and I um, I called up this good friend of mine, uh, Craig Dukes, with Transparency Audio, and uh, sent him a track and said, can you make this really sound great? And he came back with something that I thought was wonderful. So I, we, we went with the album. Oh, I love it. Cool. This is one of my favorite of yours. Mm. But then I say that, but then you start digging in, and you're like, okay, wait, I like this but one, I like too. that. I know. I like this. <laughs> so this is, you know, before we brought you on, we were talking about this is kind of one of those defining albums, I think. You know, listening to it, it just feels like you're, you know, your heart and soul's in it, and it's just so real. I love that you don't clutter music, that you keep it simple and keep the integrity and just keep it very real so you can feel it. Each well, note. this was the simplest yet because it was just me and a yeah. bass player, so it was it was uh, it was fun. And and this, I'd always wanted to make an album of the the kind of music that that I that really inspired me when I was a kid, the the pre-war blues stuff. And uh, never quite had figured out how to do it. I kept thinking it was going to be an album of originals, and then this came along, and I just went, God, you know, I don't really hardly 
record uh, covers very much, so I thought I'd do an album of mostly covers. And you've got a couple of your own on here. Yeah, a, they know. were again that we because we didn't know we were doing it. I think if I had been planning on doing an album, I probably would have kept it all covers. But because I had them, I just thought, well, I'll just slip them in and see how they how they fit in the mix. Partly, what I did uh, on the on the CD cover itself was not list the credits for the uh, the songs, uh, which mm. just so that, that the, nobody would pay attention to that there were two of my original slipped in. So it would all be kind of one big group of mm. songs, like you'd hear at a campfire. Yeah. The whole idea was kind of like sitting around your living room or a campfire or something, just, you know, trading sw- songs. I dig it. I dig it. And tell me about the guitar, the guitar work, because it's got that classic old school Robert Johnson. Swampy. Yeah, I feel swampy. I feel bodily, bottlenecky. Well, it is. It, I, I I I play two different kinds of guitar. I play a regular six string uh, tuned to standard tuning, and then I uh, also play a steel bodied slide guitar, which gives it that mm-hmm. that real stingy sound. And uh, I usually use either open A or open E tuning on that. Um, and uh, I, I I didn't actually play slide for many, many years, although I played guitar since I was about 14. It was only about um, 12 years ago when I, when I kind of came up with the Blind Lemon Pledge character and started recording albums that I got into slide. And suddenly it was mm-hmm. like, oh, why haven't I done this my whole life? So... Uh, so that's what that is. And then it's interesting because when I was looking around to buy a slide guitar, uh, a guitar specifically for slide, I stumbled upon a Fender steel body, and it really had the sound I liked. So uh, so that's mm-hmm. what I've gone with. It's not standard. People usually get uh, Dobros or Nationals or something, but uh, mine's a Fender. Oh. Yeah, I was wondering about that because it sounded kind of national-like, you know. And then you know, I want I want a cigar box guitar. <laughs> oh yeah, I have one of those too. Actually, they're cool. cool. They're cool. There's a they're couple people cool. online that make wonderful ones. You can find that are you know beautifully designed and stuff. We when we were in um, Hollister, there was a, a innkeepers that had them, and, and I remember having cocktails, really good cocktails, surrounded by cigar box guitars and I was just I don't know maybe there was only one and I was surrounded by cocktails cocktails and candy and cigar box guitars and I was just like we're all being you know chit chatty with all the other guests and everything and all I wanted to do was run away with a guitar like I just wanted to you know because it's so cool and again that simple sound you know Um, that's what I I really really love and you get to feel the you know the power of the words and uh, yeah man it just this really transports you it also took me to songs that um, I've kind of forgotten, too. Uh, I Know You Writer is one of them that I used to play in gigs, you know, more like the Judy Hensky style. It, it is Judy Hensky, right? Is that the right name? I, yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. A, but it, that's like a real, I mean, who who wrote that originally? Judy, is it that one's a traditional? a traditional one. That's a traditional one. Yeah, that that's actually, uh, you know, way back in when I was first learning guitar, I mean, it's a classic folk song that people just kind of learn. And there's lots and lots of versions. I think the Kingston Trio did a version. Of course, mm-hmm. Grateful Dead had it a long time in their repertoire. And uh, Hot Tuna has a version. And I, I bet you could just find lots of versions. 
Reach new career heights with University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business. Flexible MBA and MS options. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired, fearless, unstoppable. You can go anywhere with that song. I love songs like that. You can just like, I'm riding, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I sort of decided to base my guitar work in it, which is very... uh, extremely rhythmic and fast on the um the way the Everly brothers used to play on their early mm. guitar their early songs that kind of full full bodied pushing it lots of chords kind of thing I like that sound mm. and, and I want to give a big shout out for Crazy Mama I am a big JJ Kale fan and there's just you know he's just got this sound like it, <laughs> I know Clapton's done a whole bunch of his music but I always go back to Kale. <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. A, I agree. There's a there's a, no it's offense warmer. to Clapton. I know Nancy like you know, <laughs> don't start Nancy. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna say there's warm and then there's cold. Yeah. The, oh boy, here we go. That's <laughs> but, but Clapton has this. I don't know how to explain his guitar work. And there's like it's there's like. It sounds like more than one guitar, but like with air between. I okay. <laughs> I don't know how to explain. Yeah, not Clapton Kale, JJ Kale's. Um, that sound, I mean, it's just a very unique sound. And I thought the way you did that that cover of it, Crazy Mama, is just brilliant. I love it. No, oh, thank you favorite. so much. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That, as that, that's the, actually the only one that I did any overdubs on because um, when, I, when, I when I sent the stuff in to get mixed and mastered, I listened back and I thought that the the vocals on that just weren't up to the rest of the album, so I did go in and recut the vocals on that, and I was real glad I did because I suddenly had this whole idea of doing it in that whisper to kind of catch the J.J. Kale feel. So, mm-hmm. so cool. sounds like yeah. I succeeded. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but do you know what I mean about his guitar work too? There's it's oh, kind yeah, of it's yeah, not yeah. picking. It's not. I don't know how to explain the air part, but there's. He's, well, he just he, leaves a lot of space in his stuff, which is, you know, he's he. Yeah. I can't say he's like a big influence on me, but he's an influence in that way. I, I love music that has has lots of air, like you say, space stuff. Mm. So you know, everything, every minute isn't filled. It's like you have pauses and dynamics and that kind of thing. And he's he's a master at it. Plus, just his his songs are so. Uh, you know, bare bones. There's no fat on his songs. They're just exactly what you need. You know. Yeah, it gives it time to sink, like to sink into your brain. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So you can reflect, and then and then here comes another few notes, and then you can reflect, and here it comes again. Yeah, mm. exactly. Well, can we play it? Because now yeah. we've talked about it so much, it's like <laughs> I I want to play the whole album. It's so good, and it just I can't wait to get on the road with this because it is a road tripping album road for sure. Music, yeah. I know, <laughs> and we're going east, you know. So I know we're going to head east. That's the you know, who knows at this point? But you know, whenever they open the doors, I'm running yeah. and getting in the car, and the music is on because uh, you know this is definitely a road trip album. And JJ Kale to me is he's. Him and Dylan take me, you know, they they take good care of me on the road, and uh, so I yeah. can't wait to play this. So here it is. You know what? Wouldn't you like Bill Withers to have done something with J.J. Kale? Maybe that he did, but I was, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a mm-hmm. All right, here it is, everyone. Crazy Mama.
<laughs> but you can get the album on Amazon right now and also just go right to the website, Blind Lemon Dash Pledge. So, James, it's that run. That's part of that run. There's that guitar run, the dun, 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 you know? That, oh, oh, yeah, the little the little walking bass thing I'm doing, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, there's that run that he does those kind of things, but it's all like this, it's like a laid back, but I'm going to keep you in the pocket kind of, yeah. Uh, I, mm, I love well, that, a great, man. A great, I want to also give a shout-out to my great bass player, Peter Grinnell. He's, he, yeah. he, he really makes this album because... Without you know, the, the, he gives this whole depth to it, and mm-hmm. we play together so often that we just kind of think together. So it's really nice. It's almost like it's one instrument, and, and when we're when we're locked in, and I really like that. Yeah, see, that's it. That's it. There's a balance between you guys that is perfect. It's, and I think when you play with someone for a long time, it almost it's like you you already know what someone's going to do, what they're going to say, right? And then, oh and yeah, music. yeah, yeah. We, he just, uh, you know, we, we can lock into it, and it's so nice. Yeah, my band was originally designed, uh, it's at full force, it's a, a quintet, but I designed it to be able to play in smaller units um, so we could take on all kinds of gigs. And so Peter and I play a fair amount as, as a duet, different kinds of gigs. And, and that's, as I said earlier, that was what why we shot these videos and the sound for mm. to, to try to drum up some business, and then it turned into an album. Yeah, no, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it again. <laughs> Do it again. And and now, little black train. Is that you singing all the parts? Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. I, what happened on that one was we had recorded twelve songs and we got to the end and one of them just really wasn't up to the quality of the rest of them. It just uh, the lead was terrible and it just it wasn't sounding good. So I was going to go with eleven songs, but I guess because I grew up on el- on albums, I always like twelve songs. So uh, I uh, so I went into mm. the studio at, uh, at Transparency Audio and um, and just laid down. I think I got up to five voices, and then um, kept it simple. But I just you know pictured a uh, a classic gospel quintet doing an a cappella song. So that's that was it. And this it's an old uh, 1800. It's from the 19th century. Uh, what the you know what you call a spiritual pre-gospel? Mm, I I, mm, I love cool. gospel music. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not necessarily religious, but I'm like I am when it comes to gospel music. <laughs> yeah, oh, I I love it too. Yeah, all, all I, kinds. I mean, I like the the real southern white stuff and the and the and deep black church stuff and all, all everything about that. Yeah, it is. It is like hey, it's like a channeling thing. It's like everything's out there. It's like I'm, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going yeah, up to the yeah. sky or I'm going down. Either one, you know. You're, you're, there's no in between. There's no limbo land, right? You're going <laughs> up or down. That's it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But now I, I wanted to ask you this because I was reading your bio and everything, and I'm going. You know, we've talked over the years, and but there's something I found that I didn't know about you, and that is that not only do you, you know, soak up the roots of Americana, right, jazz, blues, everything, but uh, you've also played electric music, uh, you know, like, I can't even say it, what do you call it? Rock and electric. roll. <laughs> no, ele- no, but, oh, you know, oh, electronic music? Yeah, you know, and then, no, 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 just that, Chinese classical music? Oh, yeah, I... I dropped out at one point. I uh, well, I've always I like I've liked Chinese classical music for for a long time. It's really beautiful music, although definitely uh, not for everyone. <laughs> and uh, I about imagine. 
several years ago, I I kind of dropped out of all other kinds of music and studied Chinese classical music for a five-year period. I wow. I got I learned this instrument called the arhu, a r h u, which is a, a two-string uh, fiddle that you oh prop gosh. on your knee and you and the bow instead of going over the strings is actually between the strings, so that you push on one and you pull on the other. Oh wow! Oh <laughs> and uh, and I got a a teacher and uh, and I learned how to read Chinese uh, uh, music. Uh, manuscripts and I um, and I just studied that music for like I say about five years I just devoted myself to it and, and got as good as I could get and then uh, at a certain point I just went boy do I miss the blues <laughs> and so I stopped <laughs> but, but this is fascinating because it's really getting into the traditional sounds right and I wonder about this um, since our last conversation we were talking about jazz, you know, and I'm like, well, yeah. you know, doesn't it come from all these different countries, you know, we're like, you know, African and everything. And then we interviewed a lady, Queen Esther, and she mm-hmm. did a TED Talk on how country music comes from uh, black musicians here in the States that and, and that it comes from the States and it's not from Africa. Like there's a whole thing here, right, because they, they're the ones who, you know, picked up banjos and started playing and that's how – all this Americana, and, and so everybody's arguing with it, right? So I'm just, <laughs> I don't shoot me, right? But it's fascinating because it, it, when you go into the history of it, I, I gotta send you that because you'll get, you'll dig this. But mm. my mind, at the end of the day, is now when you think about how huge uh, the history of Chinese, uh, Chinese history is in America, right, in the West, and the development of the West, right? Yeah. How can it not sneak into being part of Americana in some way? It's got to be. Oh yeah, well I'm sure I'm sure it does in a way. Yeah, exactly. I was just wondering about that. I was like, okay, so how and where? Just when I was reading that about you, I'm like, you're getting into the roots of music. Period. It, I mean, wouldn't you do it like Ray Cooter? Wouldn't you go and do other countries' roots music just to do it, <laughs> feel it? Well, I, yeah, yeah. I, you know, in terms of my collection of music, I have an extremely eclectic uh, collection of music. I, I like good music from almost any place in the world you know it's i'm not just a kind of music but in terms of actually playing it i probably don't do that that much certainly not as much as rye who will just really get into to something but um i think i i do that more in in as a lot of critics have talked about that the eclecticism of my albums you know i jump from jazz to folk to blues to to uh sort of pop kind of stuff um, so that that's the way I do that. But in terms of actually studying other cultures' music, other than owning it, I, I haven't sat down and really learned to play other styles except for this this bout of Chinese music. Did you know that reminds me of Lisa? Was it the London Bridge or were we in Vegas where we went on that gondola ride and, and that guy Lake Havasu? Yeah, Lake Havasu, and and he was all dressed as an Italian and we're in the gondola and he sang Japanese opera. <laughs> and German opera, and German it was, opera, it was odd. and we went under. The, and hey, by the way, today no, this is good. Good to bring this up because this is important. Today is International Bat Awareness Day. Okay, yes. and bat you know, awareness. Concert, yes. yes. Oh. And so when we went under the Lake Havasu Bridge, all these bats flew out. So he's ah. singing, and there's bats. And I wish I had the footage now, you know, because it was just one of those, you know, unexpected weird things. 
And yeah, it's yeah. just one of those things you go, like, where are we? What are we doing? You know? <laughs> and, hey, we got to be nice to bats because it's not their fault about the virus. I'm just saying. No, no, no. And they're <laughs> I just have to bring animals. that up. No, exactly. No, no, no. They're important pollinators and, you know, just as important as bees. Okay, so going back to the Chinese classical music, living in San Francisco with Chinatown and everything, do you hear, I mean, do you hear that music there? Not unless you go you go look for it. I mean, there used to be a, a radio station on uh, that played it, and that's, that's how I got to learn a lot of it, um, but that they've been off for a while. It, it's not, um, you know, most... Most Chinese people, especially young people, listen to to Chinese pop music or or other Asian pop musics and stuff. The the classical stuff is is always there, but it's it's you just can't you have to kind of seek it out. Um, when I was involved in it, I, I ran into a number of people and organizations and stuff that that are around the Bay Area, and there's some excellent musicians around the Bay Area that play that. Mm. But but it's not a, a regularly a regular thing, and you know you don't see uh, concerts for it advertised much and stuff. I, I happen to run into a a really one two really wonderful uh, teachers, and um, and they were they were doing a fair amount of it. Oh, actually, that's an interesting story. At one time, I went to see one of the teachers. He was playing at a street fair, and so I went and watched him perform. And afterwards, I walked up to the they had a merch table there where they were selling his CDs and stuff, and and I was looking over and I said to the lady selling it, "Oh, uh, yeah, actually the uh, the the man on stage is a and I've forgotten his name now is is a is my Arhu teacher." And she said, "Oh, are you James?" <laughs> my day was made. <laughs> went, you know, you know of my Arhu playing? Oh my God. <laughs> Hey, hey, you're out there, yes. You know, but this, but this is so cool. I mean, that's what I love about your area. It's so multicultural. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, yeah. so when and the music scene. I mean, you've, even just going up north, like I want to, I want to go back to Bolinas and um, the other place that's up there, and I never pronounce it. Begins with an N. Um, ah, it's on the way to Point Reyes, and um, it's kind of, it's in Marin County, I think, kind of on the coast. Nascinto, Nascinto. Yes. Nascinto, yeah. N-A-C-I-E-N-T-O, yeah. Yeah, that whole area to me feels like you could play like certain areas, like in the woodsy areas and stuff, could get into this uh, this album, Going Home. It could kind of have that vibe in there. But um, it's got to be interesting playing that music. Don't you feel like when you're playing it that you're back you know, in the swamps or out in moonshine. Oh, yeah, and... yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, as I said earlier, that's the music that really, when I was very young, like I was 14 and I discovered uh, Delta Blues and I've just, you know, mm-hmm. I listen to all, the, all kinds of other stuff, but I always come back to it because it just, whatever it is, it grabs me to my soul, that's for sure. So one of the album songs, it's got Big Road Blues, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Okay, so I want to ask you this. Now, if you're going to go on a road trip, right? <laughs> okay. Who would you have shotgun in there musically that you would want to, like, you know, play their music, talk to them about their music, maybe pull over, have a jam session somewhere? Like, who would you Oh, that's want a weird talk? question. I know. Yeah. It's my new weird one. I, it's my new thing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's well, the, getting it. <laughs> the, the thing is, 
probably the people that I most admire, like Sunhouse and stuff, I wouldn't actually want to take a road trip with them because <laughs> they were a little crazy and probably alcoholic. So <laughs> I don't know about that. But uh, I, I bet J.J. Kale would be fun since we've been talking about him. I, I think I could have a good conversation with him. <laughs> you know that you get pulled over, they'd be lighting up. You know, yeah. <laughs> exactly. you know, you know Willie Willie Nelson's doing his pass the tote uh, virtual concert on Monday. I'm oh, is that saying. right? Well, it's yeah. you know, it's, it's 4:20 anyway. It's one of yeah, those yeah. things that happens. You know, but you never know who. Yeah, you could get into trouble, but. Hey, you know, J.J. Kale would be fun to go on the road with. He used to live out in Fallbrook, California, and we used to live near there. Oh, is that So we used to go play music. (laughs) Back in delivery days when we had the print magazine, I'd go around and, uh, you know, I would go around and, you know, play his music and, you know, just all through Fallbrook and go, come on, you're going to come out, right? (laughs) (laughs) Him and uh, Vita Coolidge. Now those two. Oh, is that right? She lived out there. I don't know if she still does or not, but, you know, it is there. The other song I wanted to bring up, Love in Vain. That song, and I hate to say this, not anything bad, but I first learned about that song from the Rolling Stones, you know. Oh, no, sure. Um, There's nothing bad about that. No. Their, their but version's it, pretty famous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that is a classic, and there's something, just that whole slide part of it, that had, that had to be, like, joyous to cover. I love that song. Again, that's one of those songs just, to me, just perfectly written. It's interesting if you listen to um, uh, the original Robert Johnson version, he does it very different. He does it a lot faster and uh, and kind of harder and faster. So my my version is kind of taken from the Stones and taken from him as kind of a combination. And then, of course, whatever I add to it personally. Mm. Now, who's Sweet Celine? Oh, you won't believe it. It's Celine Dion. <laughs> oh, no way. I, I actually, the way songs come, you know, I was sitting down watching TV one night, and she happened to be a guest star on some show, and suddenly the whole Sweet Celine just popped into my head, and I wrote the song right there sitting watching Celine Dion, who I'm not a particularly big fan of, but I wrote her a song. <laughs> God, nice. This is taking some interesting turns. Now, you know, well, you never know where songs are going to pop up from. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is, you know, and Sugar Rush, we've got to play Sugar Rush because I really want to sure. play. Uh, the, I love that song. And isn't that on one of your other albums, too? Yeah, it, yeah it is, actually. Uh, both both those songs are on other albums. Again, um, because I hadn't planned on this as an album, they were just ones we covered to, for our demo. And so um, when it came time to make it an album, I just said, well, here they are, so I'll use it. Mm So, yeah, I've covered Sugar Rush before, and I'm actually thinking I'm in the midst of creating a a full band album, so we might cover it even again. Who knows? Hey, that's cool. So when you play in your band, are you out in San Francisco or um, in a specific area? area. Yeah, 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 we're we're pretty much Bay Area. Oh, very cool, very cool. So I definitely want to play that. But... um, Let's, can we play it now? Because I still yeah. I, can we we can we can break rules right and do what we want. Here it is, everyone. Sugar Rush. Take a listen. Sugar 
hush, hush, a sugar rush. Can't get enough of your candy. I say hush, 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 a sugar rush. Can't get enough of your candy. So as molasses, this little lasses show been pulling my taffy. Kisses, licorice twists These are the things that I would miss If you walk on my sweet little bonbon I can't get enough of your candy Hush, hush, a sugar rush Can't get enough of your candy I say hush, hush, hush Sugar rush, I can't get enough of your candy. Slow as molasses, that little lasses show bent full in my taffy. Mmm, take a little hop to my candy shop. I take a little lick of my lollipop. I take a little tug on my Turkish taffy. I can't get enough of your candy. Like a numb for I got no excuse, I got the sweet tooth blues. I can't get enough of your candy. Hush, hush, a sugar rush. Can't get enough of your candy. I say hush, 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 sugar rush. I can't get enough of your candy. Slow as molasses, this little lasses show been pulling my taffy. Said I can't get enough of your candy. That was Sugar Rush. Again, uh, Blind Lemon Pledge, the brand-new album. It's the eighth album, Going Home. You can get it at blindlemon-pledge.com and, and learn about all of James's music there and also go to Amazon to get the album uh, right there. But, James, I dig that. That, that must have been so much fun to write. Uh, uh, that's one of my favorite songs, and, and it's a good one, too, because it really can offend some people, and I'm always for that. Did you, the pop. Did, yeah. did you get the pop first time out, or did you have to practice? No, I, I, that's that's an overdub. <laughs> <It's> an overdub. <laughs> I want to see that one live. And that was a, that was a last minute overdub. I was just in the studio. And went, God, that needs a pop right there. So. I know. I thought that was classic. You know, I, I've got a joke, but I can't tell it because it's yeah, a nun uh, joke. Uh, but anyway, oopsie. <laughs> Anyway. Well, I, I, I've written just a couple of, of double entendre songs, and they're called Hokum yes. Blues, H-O-K-U-M. And uh, one of the interesting things about Hokum Blues is that uh, Thomas A. Dorsey, who who is the father of gospel music, uh, started out his career as Georgia Tom, who did this kind of song, Hokum Blues. 
like his fa- most famous one was one called Tight Like That. So that's how life goes sometimes. That's <laughs> funny. Now that is funny. I know it's it's uh don't don't start me because I'll oh, be boy. in trouble. It's Here Friday goes. and anything can you know anything can happen. You know. I, you <laughs> now listen, you also got on there fever that I did not expect. You know, Peggy Lee, and mm. you know just kind of. I think because we're near Palm Springs, I kind of we hear that kind of music out here, you know, Fever and then Nancy Sinatra <laughs> style and the Rat Pack, you know, we're between Vegas <laughs> yeah, and Palm yeah. Springs. So, but this is this is like a definitely that's a different style, Fever. Well, there's a uh, the, the other famous recording of it, certainly not as famous as uh, Peggy Lee's, was uh, a blues man called uh, Little Willie John, and um, and he I think he had an earlier version than hers, although I, that I can't be sure of. Um, but uh, my version is much closer to his. It doesn't have the the arpeggio descending thing that she does and all that. It's just, I only have two chords in mine. It's just the one, two chords, you know. Um, so, I dig uh, it. Yeah, it was a real simplified thing. And the other song, too, uh, you were you're doing It's Too Late to Cry. I love that because you do the, I, you guys talk about it, too. It's, it's like a Stormy Monday style in there, and, and, and it's another cover I used to do is Stormy Monday, and you just, you you know those runs, you know, and once you hear it, it's like it gives you this ease of this is where you're going, you know what I mean? It's like... Oh, yeah, yeah, well, I I was I was kind of sure that most people hadn't heard that, that song that I did, It's Too Late to Cry, which is a Lonnie Johnson song, and he's a really great artist. And so, uh, for some reason, I sure can't remember because it's been years now. I thought of wedding that song to the to the Stormy Monday chords, and uh, and and it worked perfectly. The the meter of the song just fit it right. So sweet, sweet. So what's next? Oh well, I'm in the midst. Uh, assuming life goes even close to back to normal. I'm in the midst of uh, recording the band, the full band, the quintet, uh, which has a uh, me on guitar and vocals, and uh, Peter Grinnell, my bass player, and um, uh, Scott Williams on drums, and Winston Andrews on harmonica, and then uh, Cal Keola on violin. And, and when you hear Cal, well, you've heard him on the folk album. He played on the folk mm-hmm. album. Uh, he's an incredible violinist, and the whole band together, it, I just really love it. We love playing together, and uh, so we hadn't actually done a band album so i decided it was time to do that so that's in the works and we were in fact had a recording session set up that had to get canceled because of uh shelter in place yeah well hopefully this whole situation will yeah it just it it's just it's weird man <laughs> it's just yeah. weird yeah, yeah. It, it just it feels apocalyptic you know? i think there's going to be like a whole lot of um albums and cake recipes and stew recipes <laughs> it's Things called shelter in place, you know, yeah. it, like a new monopoly shelter in place, and you really don't ever get to Park Avenue. I know, <laughs> and it's going to be a whole like you know fashion line of of masks because I feel like yeah. it's not going to go away. You know what I mean? You start I wearing feel them just for fun. Like people are going to be pandemic prepared now. You know, we thought oh, yeah, Y2K yeah. and the plague, you know, which is like that. But you know, there's you know, I think 
Yeah, I'll get political, so I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw I saw a mask online the other day that looked like the the horrid thing from Alien that latches on your oh, face. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. I I like that. That's my style. And it was sure. perfect. It was perfectly done. It was just wonderful. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, uh, you, what what song would you like us to close your segment with? Uh, well, why don't you do uh, the last one, the the gospel one, because that's kind of a okay. nice. Uh, place closer and it's got a different sound than everything perfect we will we want to thank you for joining us again james and we can't wait well, for number you. nine yeah <laughs> lisa number nine. nancy it's always a pleasure to talk to you you too and everyone again uh, blindlemon-pledge.com is the website to go to and uh, to dig into all of james music like i said it's it's awesome once you get in there we play it all the time and we want to thank the National Parks Arts Foundation again for sponsoring this segment. You can keep up with them at nationalparksartsfoundation.org. Okay, so here it is. We will play your gospel. Oh, this is so cool. Little Black Train. Here it is. Take care. All right, you, you guys too. Oh, the little black train is coming. Get all your business right. You better get your house in. Order for that train gonna be here tonight. Cause I back to Hezekiah in a mission from on high. You better get your house in order, for you soon will surely die. He turned his face to the wall just to hide his shame and tears. He got his business fixed all right And God's fed him 15 years Oh, the little black train is coming Get all your business right You better get your house in order For that train gonna be here tonight Some men and some women They care nothing for the gospel life to that bell ring and that whistle blow And a little black train inside Oh, and a little black train in St. John With a long black baggage car And all your sins and your wicked souls Gonna meet you at the judgment door Oh, the little black train is coming Get all your business right you better get your house in order for that train gonna be here tonight. I'm standing at the station with my ticket in my hand. Before the little black train is coming, Lord, and I'm gonna join that band. Oh, the little black train is coming, get all your business right. You better get your house in order For that train gonna be here tonight For that train gonna be here tonight For that train gonna be here tonight For that train gonna be